Welcome to this week's Spinfoil Theory. We're about to take a dive into the lore of Destiny the game. Specifically, we'll be giving a high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging. With that out of the way, let's put on our Spinfoil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. Click We're live. We're here. Yes. We're doing it. Hopefully. Doing it live. Oh, We're man. We're not actually uh, live. We're fake live. It's 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 recorded live in front of a non-studio audience. Yes, it's up like that. <laughs> oh no no like a non-audience. Uh, yeah, for, you know, forget words. Those are hard. <laughs> it's okay. Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. We are your hosts. Uh, this is Red Leader uh, Taylor and um, Lady Lucita. How are you this week, Lucy? Uh, doing pretty good. Pretty good. I uh... awesome. I beat the raid on contest, so I'm very proud of my team. I did actually say last episode, because even though we recorded it beforehand, that I was like, I hope we beat it. We beat it, because we're crazy. And uh, definitely that 48 hours helped. I mean, we did get to the boss day one, but I think having that extra little bit for us to really focus up and look at our DPS and how we can improve it and doing some more testing really, really helped, and we beat it. And uh, we're all a bunch of gamers. So cool. And I love them all so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just like I was saying earlier. I just want Bungie to give us our emblem, please. Please give Mm -hmm. emblem. Mm hmm. Please give emblem. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Like uh, like, like I was saying earlier, like so, so proud. Mm, So proud. So proud of the co-host clan. Heck yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's super cool news. And the raid, like I, I've I've had a chance to uh to complete the raid too. Not not in contest mode. I did peek in with a couple with a couple lore guys like into those first couple rooms. We were able to kind of like three four man our way in. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, not not past the first encounter really. Uh, I was I was doing my best sword sword jumping to get to look at the six assed horse <laughs> but uh so that was that was fun but uh actually doing it and the um the now out uh preservation mission has been mm-hmm. awesome i really like that Bungie, such a cool raid um kind of let solo players kind of experience at least the first area like you open, you do the same thing to open the door, but mm-hmm. uh, in that first encounter area, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I really like that too, and it's a much more like accessible, uh, you know, for solo or people who can't raid. Just like you say, it's um, it's slightly different, but it's yeah, it's slightly different, but it's it's, it's little, cool. it's a similar thing. Like you have to go to different different symbols and kind of do the same thing, but. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really Absolutely. cool because, like you said, not everybody can, you know, get a team together to do a raid or go or go on LFG or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was brave. I was brave and did did LFG for this one because I was so excited. Um, and well, we could we could have a whole episode about that experience, but <laughs> we got we did get through it. We did get through it. Um, and uh, my my buddy, my clanmate, uh, Zekin. 
who was able to uh, to help us pull it out uh, at the end there for the uh, the last two encounters. That you know, it was really funny. Like with, without spoilers, but it was really funny how like things got progressively more complicated as you go through. And then when oh, you yeah. get to Rolk, it's like, no, 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 no. You're you're cool, buddy. We made it simple for this part. <laughs> well, yeah, I simpler, mean, simpler, simpler. Yeah. Yeah. But it does still use the same symbols. It uses the same mm-hmm. symbol matching as the last encounter. It added oh, yeah. the uh, the pervasive darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, in um. It did add in something. In mode. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I I guess like we were thinking like when we first got in there, we were thinking we were gonna have to pull pull symbols like three times. Mm-hmm. For like each time, you know, and it was actually no, it's just once, and you, can, <laughs> you can. <laughs> it was just after like as complicated, and I guess we were just also having a rough time, not really knowing each other. Mm-hmm. But as complicated as like the previous room seemed, I was like, oh, this is this is a lot nicer. This is a lot. <laughs> this, is, like, this is I can wrap my head around this pretty well. And then it, it uh, and, and of course like non-contest mode, so like me being like at or yeah. over level, I'm just like, this is fun. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did the raid uh, yesterday, non-contest, and we just kind of breezed through it. It was really funny. We all just kept laughing about how easier it was. It's like what's funny is most teams got stuck on caretaker, which I get it. It's very I don't say complicated, but it's mm-hmm. a lot of different juggling. Like you have to have a team that's stunning. You have to have a team that's getting the symbols. You have to have a team that's ad clear. But what's funny about that encounter? So. Funny story. So we were doing it. We were kind of kind of struggling a little bit. And then uh, Kelsey and I, or my girlfriend and I, we were both on ad clear because mm-hmm. I run my Doomfang Pauldron build, which is probably the most broken build I've ever made in my life. It's my pride and joy. Because I clear ads, I heal all my buddies, I get resist. It's Taylor, I sent you the clip of it during um, Hard yeah. Mode Wellspring. It's, it's fun. I make things explode. I'm in my super a really long time. I generate orbs for everyone. It's great. I also give overshield yep. every time I pop super. Can can confirm. Like I tried it out a little bit on my Titan, but uh, you know, Titan Titan is still got in the back seat mostly uh, for my gameplay. But uh, my one of my good friends, also named Taylor, <laughs> has been trying your build, and he came he came back to me, and he was uh, you know he's like Taylor B like. This build fucking rocks. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, you heard it. You heard it from Tay's best friend Tay. Other Tay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I was running that, and Galsley was sitting on one of the ledges up top, and she was just looking. And then she looked at the people who kept opening and closing the door, and then back to the ads, and then back to the door. And she's like, "You guys, we're making this way too more too complicated. Every time you open the door, more ads spawn." And everyone's like. Oh, mm. and once we figured that out, bam, we got it. It was so funny. It was so funny. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's that's really, it's it's a really fun raid, guys. Uh, I gotta say, like it, um, for that part, uh, I was I was the number one stunner. Ah, you were one which, of the stunners. Yeah, I was the st- yeah. one of the stunners, but then, um. We uh, swapped and had my buddy Halo because he didn't really have like an ad. He had one of the damage supers. So he was running uh, Star Eaters mm-hmm. and um, Tether. So he didn't. He couldn't really mm-hmm. help with ad clear as much. So he's like, I. What if we swap? So me running my ad clear super, I was like, Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I'm stupid. So we swapped. And yeah, then, I got dumb. Um, 
We got it. I got inspired by that, and I was working on sort of like tweaking my uh, Invis Hunter build. It's the popular one, just like a little more suited to my taste, everyone. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, the um, the stylish stylish flourish mm-hmm. uh, and then suppressing glaive, and then you're glaving everything, and you're invisible all the time, and then you got Omni Oculus on. And you also have the other uh, the other part of um, Void 3.0 where your uh, your smoke bomb can make you invisible too. Oh yeah. So so I was especially being like you know not in contest mode. I was one of the higher level people on the team. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, like you can survive a, if he smacks you accidentally. Mm-hmm. Like, you go <laughs> you go you go have fun with the boss. And then I would just like I don't know. It became this kind of a. Well, you you did it too. It becomes this kind of like fun, like uh, like little dance, like go up and like uh, like punch him, like yeah, a like an like ant standing up to, to like you or uh, something. Like <laughs> you have to like bait him almost. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. I would but just yeah. go up and punch him with the glaive. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You're just like punch, 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 punch. That's great. That's great. But yeah, what's funny is uh, we got to we got stuck on the third encounter. We got stuck on the third encounter. The ad clear one because that on contest that everyone had to swap to ad clear supers. It was a lot of juggling, back and forth, and um, but we got it eventually. I don't really know how we got it, but we got it. <laughs> like we got because we could get to like the third room, because basically there's the zero room where you first start, and then the first room, and then the second room, and then the third room. We could get to the third room. Or through, through the second to the third, which is like the last room. We'd only gotten to that that last room only a couple times. Like when we first got there, like all right, we're done, right? We're done. And then we open the door. We put the stuff in. The door opens. It's another room, and we're like, you gotta be kidding me again, really, really. <laughs> but uh, we ended up like oh. assigning who does what at what part, and that definitely made it easier. And then Rolk, uh, Rolk was interesting. He is a very, f- um, yeah. He is literally our my raid team. We jokingly call him Dio because he is very flamboyant and extravagant and full of himself. Mhm, mhm, mhm. And and he doesn't. Uh, what is it? He doesn't like. Like you think he's walking, but he's really flying. Sassily. He really is. He really is. Like, <laughs> like there was a video on Twitter. I don't know if you people, if anyone has seen it, but it's really funny. So this guy, he's hiding behind one of the pillars where you dunk in the like, the final boss area up top. Mm-hmm. He's hiding behind the pillar, and the boss, he's last guardian's dead. And the boss literally walks mm-hmm. around. He's literally walking on the air flamboyantly, mm-hmm. and just kicks him in the face. I think that's one from uh, from one of the Japanese Guardian Twitters. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. It's that one's that one's so cool. He yeah, he just like sassily like walks around, and you can see him like creating like force to stand on. And he's actually like boop ratio. Yeah, he just like bank. You've been ratioed. It's just it's so it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I love it. But did you guys have fun with the uh, with the font of might build? We actually like did not use we did not use the font of night build at all. Ooh. We used a charge with light build and uh high energy fire. Okay. That's really cool. Because was, we needed we needed yeah. people to be generating orbs anyways because of star reader scales. So we're like, "Oh, hey, 
Let's just, since we're already, everyone's going to be generating orbs. Anyways, let's just all swap uh, to charge with light builds. So we ran, um, we didn't run protective light, we ran high energy fire, so we did taking charge, you know, picking up orbs, charges you with light, um, high energy fire, and then I ran, when we mm -hmm. ran both, um, powerful friends and radiant light, just to keep everybody charged when you pop supers and stuff, and then I also mm -hmm. ran, um, supercharged, so then I could keep Ooh. more charges, and that helped a little bit with clearing ads and stuff, we had, um, uh, we had my buddy Dave, they were the divinity person, and they ran, they were running Aeons, which helped a lot with us, everyone getting heavy. And also, for some reason, don't run ammo finders in the final encounter, because that's bugged, and if you don't run ammo finders, you get more ammo, and if you run ammo finders, you get no ammo. It makes no sense. Nothing makes sense. Hmm. Nothing hmm. makes sense. I was, so I was getting away with, um, I was using, I had space in my, in my, uh, armor for uh for two fonts of might and it it's not really worth it to the point i would use or recommend any of the uh any of the exotic glaives well i haven't used the warlock one that one might actually be cool but uh just because of the way they're uh they're sort of like extra perk works everyone listening i'm sure you know Lucy. um but uh i i was running that and i was i was like actually having a pretty good time because uh i was double stacking it and then throwing in my uh my omni oculus i think is uh and maybe they all are at base but it is a stasis mm -hmm. so i threw on that uh i can't remember the name off the top of my head but that mod that uh give anything that gives you like a boost now stacks and extends the boost yeah yeah, yeah so like two takes you from like gives you 16 seconds uh i tested out three too and i think i think i remembered this from before like three only gives you 20 so like it's not it's not worth it <laughs> but but two two is worth it someone else uh way way longer before me figured it out but uh but uh so that was that was cool uh especially for running around that part because uh we had a lot of uh warlocks on the team and yeah, they were just kind of like puking up orbs like <laughs> which was a lot of, oh dude i really oh by the way everyone if you didn't realize this <laughs> this episode is uh sort of reactions hot takes and predictions to uh th this dlc in this season sort of combined as one they released together and i feel like they're so intertwined you can't really split them yeah for sure, uh, for sure. just to just to actually get a spit out the uh the the topic that you're listening to today about 15 minutes in <laughs> whoopsies this always happens it's okay it's okay it's good radio it's good radio <laughs> we, got, we got this um yeah i really i really like what uh what they've done with rock and 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 that whole that whole encounter like it, it was so much fun just absolutely absolutely baller and What's really funny is, Lizzie, how did you, how did you feel about, like, I was, I was trying my best to listen and I've gotten to the point that I have like my chat audio in, in my cans and my headphones, but I'll have my game audio with subtitles like happening through my speakers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can just pop them off. I can still listen to stuff or if like I need to kind of do both, I can read at least. The, 
I was lucky enough to hear what he says, like as he's as he's dying. Like when you read him, like the change in the actor's voice when he finally realizes his like that that like hint of worry that's been in the back of his head since since he started um, down this path that that you know the guardian comes in to stop mm-hmm. uh, as the story of the raid when he finally gives in to that like sort of despair and like lack of confidence in himself. Yeah. That was really well done. Oh yeah, definitely. Maybe for, and and everyone for, for a character who I'm sure is going to get a lot of, a lot of lore, a lot of placement, even more so than they have already. But for a character that we just kind of are introduced to, uh, that's been a player in the overall story for for longer than you know we've been aware of them. I, I think this might like be some of the yeah. Rolk, I know a lot of people joke and call him a Chad, but I think he's kind of ins- He's literally not not kind of insane. He's literally insane. Like as a child, there was like mm-hmm. one of the like family pets. I guess he literally skinned it alive. Because yeah. he wanted to. Um, he literally killed all of his family. Uh, he killed all of his entire species, actually. Um, and their son. Yes, he killed. He killed pretty much. Yeah, he was like, all right, well, see this? It's God now. Adios. Um, so yeah, he's crazy. That's not even like the most craziest thing he did. Probably, I think personally, the most craziest thing our boy Rolk did is he. Um, the witness was like, "Hey, Rolk." I need you to go to Fundament. And he basically kind of... I don't, I'm not sure if, if the witness knew about the hive, but I think he mentioned it. I have to go reread the beginning part again. But basically, Rolk went to the Fundament. la di da da Well, not more la di da da More screaming rage, because that's all Rolk is. And uh, he swam, mind you, in the Books of Sorrow, uh, Savona, Zyvo, and... Arash, they needed a spaceship, a ship to get down into the depths of the fundament. Rock just swam. And then the Leviathan is like, hey, uh, don't go down there. You'll drown in the deep. And then Rock literally rips a, one of the ribs out of the Leviathan. Mm-hmm. And he says, I will rise. And then just keeps going. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then it gets better. He's now he's down there, and the worm gods are like, they're kind of weak at this time because they, you know, they they've been trapped there. They're kind of dying. They're kind of kind of wimpy, and uh, the mother of the worm gods, Zeta, mother of the worm gods, was talking to him, and they basically the worm gods and Rolk come to an agreement and kind of work together and shake hands. Not literally, because I don't think the worms have hands, but. <laughs> A figurative agreement, and then Zaitu or the Rolk is like, "Hey, worm mommy, Zaitu, hold this," and she holds on to the to the Leviathan bone. He's like, "All right, bye," and then he just takes the worm mom, Zaitu. He just takes her. Adios. And uh, yeah, that's and that's what the uh, giant worm is in the um, in the raid. Yeah. Which is absolutely, like, I, I have that clip saved when I first saw it, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the, f- what, mm-hmm. what is that? What is that? 
Oh God, it's the final. Because at the time we didn't know what Rolk was. I was like, is 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 the final boss gonna be a worm god? Are we gonna have to fight that thing? That thing is huge. It's massive. It makes Zol look like a little baby. Which he was the weakest of the worm mm -hmm. gods. But like, that's how big the other worm gods are supposed to be. Jesus, Louises, we have um, our work cut out for us. What did you think of the caretaker? I thought the the caretaker was for being like a giant abomination uh style stylized uh like character i thought i thought the caretaker was a really what's the word it was a really interesting i just think the lore fight. of the caretaker is yeah. really interesting because as you go through the raid oh sorry well no 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 not not, not but just both just both both is good talking about both lore and encounter encounter wise i thought it was really interesting i liked that you have to split into teams and kind of juggle mm -hmm. i like that i thought that was cool Cause it's like it's like not any one person is not you're not just standing around doing nothing. You have to which do uh, which lore did you mean about the caretaker? Oh, you know he's a hive worm scorn hybrid, right? What? He I did not know that part. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. That's awesome. Because uh, if I'm you still look, consuming stuff, admittedly, it's okay. It's okay. I've, I've just, I have consumed all of the knowledge. But basically, caretaker, <laughs> as as you go throughout the raid, you'll see on the wall and these almost like cryo-frozen looking plaques. These scorn, mm -hmm. but they have like worms on their heads. Looks really creepy. And we know because uh, the mo worm mother is basically a giant worm factory in the raid that... Um, He's basically been experimenting because Rolk really doesn't like the hive. He thinks they're they're weak and cringe, and he thinks he's better than them. He thinks he's better than the worm gods. He thinks he's but he thinks he is literally like second to God. He's very full of himself, and that's why we beat him because he's so arrogant. And so he's experiment. He's looking at the scorn, which are basically undead husks filled with literal darkness. And he's like, worms, which give them paracausal powers, mush them together, and you get super darkness people. And this caretaker is the first, like, one of the first successful darkness-infused worm scorn hybrid thing, which is creepy as hell. So my guess is... Maybe over the course of which, like this year, maybe we'll see more of those types of enemies, assuming. Well, maybe, you know, have you gotten the uh, so if, if anyone doesn't know, you can you can um, you can find six in one go, but you can find uh, in that first um, area of the preservation and the uh, the raid itself. Room, you can get the uh, the sun. What's it called? The sun. Shattered sun. Sun. Some? Shattered. Shattered sun. Lord book. book. Yep. And then you can also, if you if you complete that, uh, you know that's great lore. But then you also get like the 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 ghost shell mm -hmm. uh, as a reward. And in the ghost shell, he's trying to do something similar to ghosts. Ah yes yes that lore the lore of the um, um, um the ghost shell is really. Kind of interesting because it's a ghost talking to Rolk. And then at the end, 
Something speaks through the ghost and then destroys the ghost. Mm Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there is... Adversary. Yes, they said... uh, Rolk says that to them. No, yes. Rolk, uh, the ghost says, "Disciple of the dark." And then Rolk mm-hmm. is like, "Adversary," and then the ghost says, "This one is not for you." And then it explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This. This is very interesting. I do love that shell, though, because I think I think you may have saw me like uh, being a, a dork about it. But it has a little. It has a little cloak. It has a little cape. Well, cape little on the cloak. back. Little little hunter boy. Little hunter boy. <laughs> hunter ghost confirmed. Yeah. Batting its eyelashes at you. It's <laughs> oh man. And yeah. Dude, just just learning what's been going on a little bit, getting a taste of what's been going on on the darkness side of things. Oh, like yeah. this guy who the, this disciple of the witness who we see at the end of the uh, of the campaign uh, with Savathun, and I, and that and that's one thing I wanted to say too, like Rolk, uh, Savathun, Rolk's actor Deborah Deborah Wilson uh, for Savathun. So They're all so good. They're all so good. Oh They're yeah. All so good. We haven't even started talking about the seasonal stuff yet. Like the se- like I love how like right? I mean with past seasons there's with like for example. Season of the Hunt. It didn't really mesh with what was going on in Beyond Light. Like it was, it was happening, but it didn't really like relate at all. Kinda. Same thing with Season of Undying. Like it didn't. I mean, yeah, it kind of because you know the Vex were on the moon and Shadowkeep took place on the moon, but it like it didn't really feel like it was like a result of the campaign where. Mm-hmm. With Season of the Risen, it, it is, like, literally... It's supposed to happen concurrently, I think, with the campaign. Yeah. I think. It's, it's all happening at once. It's all happening at and, once because you got, you know... Yeah. Some Guardians are dealing with Savathun in the Throne World. Some Guardians are helping Zavala and Keitel d- try and figure out how the Lucent Brood got the light. I mean, we know now, but even if mm-hmm. Savathun is dead, air quotes... I say air quotes because she's not technically... She's not dead dead. She's just, you know, guardian down. Dead. Mm-hmm. All it takes is for Amaru to sneak on in there and res her, and then boom. Everything's I... peachy. Also, Amaru is yeah. very interesting. I think something's Ooh, wrong. I think yeah. something's wrong with him. Something's up with him. He's uh, got a... I won't say a few screws loose, but... Uh, Something is up with him, and I don't... I can't put my finger on it. It's like... Like, in the Imaru lore tab, which is not currently out yet. Um, you can read it on Ishtar. Uh, it's him and Savathun having a conversation. And uh, he... Uh, I don't know, just some of the word choice and everything that he... He just seems like a very angry... Angry ghost. He's very edgelordy. And we know from some yeah. of the... Uh, the dialogue that Ghost had during doing some patrols that Ghost actually knew who Umaru was before Umaru was. Oh, and then didn't tell us his fucking name. He didn't tell us his name. I'd be like, yo, Ghost, you, you could have told him who told us his name. Maybe we would know who that is. Hmm. But we no. could investigate so much if you'd share. Ghost just <laughs> probably forgot. Ghost is forgetful. Ghost is cringe. But I digress. Basically, um, Imaru has always been 
kind of, I wouldn't say a bad apple, but kind of a bad apple, I guess. Like, he's been a mean, he was, he would bully other ghosts. He'd be like, screw you, I'm cool, you're lame. And like, uh, I don't know. I just, I hope we get a little bit more lore about Umaru besides just that one page because I'm just curious about like why is he the way he like why is he so mad at guard at human guardians I I think because I you know and this this is me this is me reaching uh and and I hope I hope uh Lucy Lucy let me know if if my word choice is poor and I should I should reword but the I th- I think he's kind of like what happens if ghosts could be incels. Mm. Yeah. If if you think about it, if you think about it, like our ghost has talked about, and like granted, this could be retcon, but like there is a there is a little bit of dialogue communication with with who people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if if you remember the three four three pod that our ghost had even like interacted with, and before before they uh you know resurrect with with you know without their memory what if what if amaru kept getting rejected and what if the person did accept other ghosts like another ghost after him i could i could see that like i mean as we've seen i mean like amaru must has been looking for his guardian a really long time same with all of these like wayward Mm -hmm. ghosts that were obsessed with the books of sorrow why I could definitely see him like getting really jaded. A lot of the ghosts yeah. kind of did in the lore. They would get like really jaded when other ghosts would find their guardian and they didn't. They couldn't find theirs. So I could definitely see that taking its toll on a lot of them. And then reading the books of Sara and they're like, oh, hey, we need to like broaden our search a little bit. What We're so focused on humans. But what if we broaden it to Hive? Hmm. Mhm. I could definitely see that. Well, then and then then that also kind of kind of rings true too. Like what if it was always the hive? I mean, like pulled pork had been uh, now glint, now glint uh uh had had been um searching for their guardian just pretty much the entire story. I think the entire like part of the story post collapse that has a timeline has glint looking in odd places like literally everywhere for their guardian and then the problem was their guardian wasn't dead yet yeah and then when when aldrin finally dies glint's just like oh qqq <laughs> like <laughs> there you gotcha. are i found you yeah I do yeah, think it's ironic, um, though, that maybe Imar was always supposed to res Savathun and just Savathun hadn't died yet. Mm-hmm. She'd hit her death. Exactly, but now... So she couldn't die. But then she dies. But what's interesting, though, what is interesting is that... If you read the lore of the glaives, I think it goes... I had the... Yes, it goes if you read the warlock glaive lore... Then the hunter lore, then the titan lore. It explains how Savathun went from, you know, as we saw in the cutscene, dead, mm-hmm. to still kind of knowing who she was a little bit and leading the hive and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting. And, because uh, basically the gist is that, um,.
me find the the warlock one. Is this the warlock one? All of the pictures stuff don't look the same. <laughs> is this the warlock one? No, this is the last one. I get them all mixed up. <laughs> they all look the same to me, like the pictures. Like I'm like, uh, which one is which? Bungie. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's uh, it goes um. Oh. Edge of Concurrence, Edge of in, Yes. Yes, it was, uh, it goes Edge of, so, Weapon, it goes Edge of Intent, Edge of Concurrence, and then Edge of Action mm. is, um, which is really interesting. I wish they would give us a full lore book, because it says this is an ex an excerpt from a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, uh, it's always the little bit of mystery. It's always yeah. a little missing. I, I just, I just liked it because basically, uh, she died, and then uh, she was reborn as the witch radiant, and then the ghost basically said, "You are the god of the chosen krill, the hive. You are the mother of cunning and lies. You are the first of your kind, gifted with light, which is the paracausal force of the sky." Um. And then she asked uh, her ghost, yo, where, where do I go? And then her wit, her uh, right hand wizard showed up and was like, hey, hello, I am here. <laughs> then Savathun returns to her throne world. Um, she addressed her, her brood. And then she, the, she said, my children, I know the truth and out of love for you, I will share it. Before them, she killed her most trusted witch in a transcendent blaze of light. The witch, this witch became first of the Lucent, the first resurrected in the image of the queen herself. So that's how late in the campaign you fight uh, Savathun's right hand, who is a wizard. A lightbearer wizard. Mm-hmm. One thing I thought that was really cool about that interaction, too, is that I think I think that's correct. I think if they die by un if they die by means that maybe don't target the worm. Mm-hmm. Like like cuz I'm pretty sure that's what Savathun's doing here. I think you have a, a situation like what I've always believed happened at the end of a uh, King's Fall, which you know, as uh, Lucy has predicted, we probably are going to be seeing again here soon. But uh, Oryx kind of like you know, gets consumed by his worm and becomes like a poop orbiting a cocoon. Saturn. He becomes a cocoon. I, cause I feel like, does the worm just go dormant till someone finds it again then? I'm not sure. Or actually, his worm's in the, uh, no, that's his heart. Yep, I don't know. I'm not sure either. Oh. But basically, um, Yes, and then basically uh, she goes to her throne world and then the last one is she returns to her lure and uh, the witch basically leads her to the statue. And uh, funny enough, that statue is actually a statue of Rolk in the first mission. Hmm. It's just his legs. You don't see the rest of him, just his legs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, she stole his weapon tech. 
Mm-hmm, because he uses the glaive. That's from his palm planet. Oh, and uh, one one cool feature is the uh, the glaive sort of... It, it, it looks like almost like a dissection, like a, like in a, a blueprint. But that that glaive that's behind him in 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 the uh, the boss fight is his father's glaive. Yes, I did see that. That was very cool. That's so wild. I really like how um, how they've interconnected all the different sides in what's going to be that culminating conflict. Because I feel like what's coming next has got to be got to be what's going on on the other side. Because I think we have kind of like we're gonna learn more. We're gonna learn more, but we need to learn something about the traveler now. And I think that's what that's got to that's got to be what's coming in Lightfall, right? Mm-hmm. Did you see the um, the puzzle in light in the in the raid where it's the story? Yes. And, um, it was like basically every time you do the raid, you get a symbol. On this wall, it's after the caretaker encounter. Oh! And basically, someone basically put put it all together of what it actually is. And there's it's basically the ending one. We don't know what the ending one is. Probably come with Master. Mm. Basically, it's... Um, because it uses the different symbols from the raid. It says, Hive, Hive and Scorn love the darkness. They worship the witness. The pyramid fleet enters Earth to stop the guardians. The witness <laughs> communes with the traveler and drinks the light. The witness kills Ooh. Redacted. Ooh. Yeah, because basically, I've someone basically went through all of the different streamers and pieced it together when they were looked at this wall, and you could figure out what the puzzle is. And I think that's oh, really that's interesting. Because cool. my guess is this is Lightfall's story. Or at least a tease of it, maybe. It's yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be something. There's no there's no way that's not that's not meaningful. Because oh, that's really cool. I didn't yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't I've only done the I've only completed the raid the uh, the one time, so like no, yeah. I had no idea. That's that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, because I went back through my footage when I was making the making a video about it and i noticed we had for our first time we had the witness so we had the witness show up three times and then this last time we did it we had i think we had guardian so it showed up once yeah so basically i guess every time you do it you get a little bit more of the story but that last the last right corner one has always been blank for everyone. So we don't know who the witness kills. It can't be the traveler because the, basically if you saw, like, for example, for us, when we had the witness, it showed the witness all three times. And the traveler already appears once. So it could be... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I like it. I like it. Well, I mean... Maybe not the traveler. Maybe he kills the guardian. Maybe. I don't know. Taste of things to come because there is a guardian symbol. So there is. Who knows? I want to know more. Click yes. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Um. So that's yeah. I'm I'm excited to see where that goes. And you know, tangentially on the the other side of of the season, you have 
this effort that you kind of like see the beginnings of in the uh, in the story mission. Uh, I think it's like the the first one um, or first or second one uh, between the last city and the cabal, like official alliance and a lot of kind of a lot of I don't know kind of what how to say it, but there is a lot of Kyle Zavala shipping. Yeah, I see a lot of people doing that. I mean, in the... Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, love is love. In the <laughs> um, Witch Queen Collector's Edition lore, uh, Ikora jokingly says to Zavala, have you considered a state marriage to Kaito to uh, further, <laughs> um, further our alliance? And Zavala's like, have you considered have you? it? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Sassy Zavala. Sassy Zavala. Yeah. Um, you know what? Whoever, whoever you ship, whoever you ship, I, I will say, in a lot of, in in a lot of the lore I've read, what, what she seems excited by, is the idea of doing violence on Zivurath. Yes. Just, just end, end of thought. Ship who you want to ship. That's but yeah. Uh, just yeah. She she is gonna ooh and rip to a uh, rip to rip to soul fire being a thing. That seems to be uh, that seems to be high viscera. <laughs> if if some of her commentary is uh, is to be believed, she she would like to bathe in Zivurath soul fire. Yes. Cre- totally not creepy. Totally, totally, totally normal. <laughs> but the um getting a little back on track here sorry uh the uh the dialogue and the um the sort of like mission the psyops that you go through so so anyone anyone uh, who hasn't done it yet um but is curious what we're talking about the uh the the cabal and the tower are working together to try and figure out who these defecting cabal that you fight in the story mission are who what what the fuck what's up with these guys and and who's like supplying them who's funding them and we're getting some hints that it's callous from the darkness my guess is he's a disciple now just like rolk I'm curious. The only yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes, and I actually wonder if he potentially communed with something above the witness, like the actual, like the winnower instead of the the witness. Hmm. Hmm. I could see that. What's very funny now is now that we know like how the witness works, and how he's basically going around to all the different species. And um, basically getting the apex version of them, which is exactly what Callus was doing. And now we know Callus was doing it because he met the witness or a disciple or something at the edge of the mm-hmm. s- edge of the universe and saw the end of everything and was like, oh, shit. I want to be like that. I want to do that. So now he's basically a mini witness getting sh- his shadows which I think is very, mm-hmm. very funny. He is teasing. Makes me wish I had the shadow, the shadow title. I wasn't able to get that one. Yeah, that one was kind of a pain to get because it had to solo, it had to flawless the, uh, the raid. 
That was probably the hardest. I did that twice because I'm crazy. <laughs> well, I got it for myself, and then Kelsey wanted to get the shadow titles. I was like, okay, that means we have to do the Raid Flawless. And she's like, oh, God, okay. I can dig it, though. I can dig it. That that's a... Uh, that is a cool one. And, and, and yeah, and that, and that raid was, was not... Uh, having successfully done it twice is impressive, because that raid was not always set up for success. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, yeah. So and and you know you know just just so you guys know, I I I I'm curious to to get some definition on who Kyle has talked to. I I agree with Lucy though, uh, Lucy. I, I I I yeah. It definitely that sounds like some witnessy stuff, especially the more we learn about Rolk. Mm-hmm. And so, and so uh, getting getting a little back on track here. Um, what the psyops are. And what the, uh, after you get, you know, a couple weeks in through the stories of PsyOps, um, what you're going in and doing is you're capturing, you're, you're working with Scions, you're capturing these Lucent Hive. And, you know, just because I really love the term, I'm going to say that we're mind-bending them. We're, we're going into their, their mental plane. We're destroying Savathun's influence, which is like, it's just, it's, it's so fun. That's so fun. And then you can explain how, like, you could change, that Bungie could change the map as weeks go on and the story changes and it would totally fit. It doesn't all have to be like the, it, it, or it could be the same thing every time just because they're projecting something that you're familiar with. Like, it's it's genius uh, from from a story and, like, a practicality standpoint. Like, two, you know, kudos, kudos Bungie uh, for that for that deployment there. But, um you're going in, you're just you're killing Savathun's influence, and then the Scions are, are like capturing them. And I just you were you were like going like going in there. The Scions are going in there invasively, uh it and finding out in in the uh in the helm, like in the tower, and figuring out like, you know, where where's this influence coming from? um on on the hive side and then you get going back to how why we mentioned callus you get a mission called vox machina which is one of my favorite exotic missions i think this one might be my favorite just because of all all the stuff you get to do how about how about you lucy how, how did you like vox um or vox obscura not vox machina that's that's the uh <laughs> That's the tabletop show. Sorry. <laughs> um, I like it. It's all right. I mean, doing it on master really sucks, and I hated doing it on master, but otherwise, it's fine. Like, I'm only doing it on master once to get the catalyst, and after that, I'm like, I see no reason to do this ever again. On master. Agreed. Yeah, master's a little a little harsh, and you kind of need. I feel like master was kind of. You kind of need something silly like three hunters, or like just three people with good builds. And I know you guys could probably do it, uh, no matter what class. But uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. And it is rough. It is rough. Yeah, we got, we got, we almost got to the, uh, we almost got inside, but it just kept. Yeah, it, like one of us just kept getting uh, obliterated, and it was just like, eh, let me increase some light level before we try to come back in here. Because uh, my my buddy was who I was doing it with was only uh, fifteen fifty, 
for it. So they they were he was punching up just to just to try to hang in there. Kind of rough, but uh, but any anyway, anyway, uh, everyone. So quite similarly, you're on this mission. You are going into this base that keeps getting repopulated uh, again. Like it's, I, I just love when they actually work in why you're doing something multiple times in the story mm-hmm. uh, with like, with like an in-story answer. So, you know, they think this, this base is being repopulated by, by uh, clones, uh, Callus's uh, cloning facilities like he had on the Leviathan in the baths. And, you're going in, and basically what you're doing is you're hunting down and finding these uh, scion traders, who are you know basically basically defecting, and uh, it's this time crunch. Like you start off, uh, you're trying to get inside before an orbital strike uh, comes in and just obliterates everything. So that uh, that the cabal are sending, and what I love is they're just like, yeah, you better hurry. It's gonna be fun. and uh you start off having to take out tanks in in an interceptor that you steal and then uh amanda sassily drops in a tank for you and and you use that to like break your way into the base and then once you're in the base you're like taking down all these scions that are like keeping up mental blocks of your target because basically uh keitel's on the other end with uh one of her scions um trying to get in there and see and see like who's influencing this person, but you got to, you got to take down their mental blocks first. Um, so you run through and, and what's funny is their mental shielding ends up being actual kind of shielding too in the, in the, in the mechanics of the boss fight. But once you're inside, you're like, you're running through You're you know, if you're, if you're like me, you're a hunter, it's like a lot of like invis, like jousty killing with, with the glaive and you're running through and you're knocking out these signs that are protecting them. You're getting in the boss room and then once you take him down, Kyle starts recanting a flashback, and it's giving her a different hint that gets us closer each week to, it, it, like, you know, to figuring out exactly who's supplying these these people and how and how. And so the suspicion being callous even in game. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's so cool! It's so cool! Just like getting to, getting to ride the tank. Come on, ye need more need more tank missions. We do need more tank. You know, it's really funny. Even in the uh, even in the story, I really enjoyed uh, going through the um, the the story missions. I, I feel like Bungie is like working in like more and more what to me are like little SRL teasers. You're like give the like, SRL the, teasers. Yes, dude, I, I know it's not everyone's favorite. I know it's kind of off the beaten path for the first person shooter MMO-ish game that this is. But I want to go fast. I want to go fast with my Guardian again. Uh, there's, yes, there, yeah, there are plenty of other games where I can go fast. I get it. But they gave me a taste. <laughs> they took it away. <laughs> took it away in Destiny 2. So I want it back miss it i want to go fast um anyway uh yeah so uh yeah lizzie what what did you think of just the the whole the whole like crunch time uh investigation because the the season of the risen stuff the psyop stuff is 
it stems from the story, of course, but I, I'm really loving how it's really pairing with the whole, like, gumshoe. Like, investigation sort of thing. Yeah, no, I definitely, I like yeah. it. I definitely think it's really good. Oh, I'm curious to see how it goes, because I definitely could say, I mean, anyone can really tell. There's definitely a lot of tension between Saladin and Crow about how to go about doing this. Because Crow was like, hey, uh, this kind of is morally wrong. And Saladin is like, it doesn't matter. We have to protect the last city. You know, we have, like, you know, the, the grizzled, mm -hmm. like, cop. And then we got, like, the new guy. The nuke, the new guy. The new guy who was all like, we should be doing the mm -hmm, right thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I, I really like the, I really think it's interesting. I'm curious, like I said, I'm very curious to see where the story goes from here. Same, same. I really, I really want to see, want to see where it, where it gets to. Okay. Is there anything, is there anything else? Uh, I guess we could, do you want to give a couple minutes to the story or like the story missions itself? What did you think about the story, Taylor? Did you like it? I, I really enjoyed it. You know, uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Deborah Wilson and, um, just all really, really all of the actors, uh, but you know, stand out, Deborah Wilson. Um, killed it in their delivery. I really like, you know, kind of like you were talking about earlier, I really like that all of the different pieces are finally starting. Those cogs are finally starting to turn together. They were turning themselves. They were turning like them themselves, but now they're finally starting to come together and you're seeing exactly how they interlock. Yeah. And what what's moving what piece and that is so exciting because figuring out because really like if if you think about it and, and you know like let me let me know what, what you think about this I idea of sort of like structuring it the main story is what the last city has like what, what's been going on within the last city is like culminating in all the things that that have been going on with Sabathun and and uh you know, intercity conflict and all that, that was sort of like a big resolution to, to all of that drama that we've been dealing with the last like couple of years, really. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then, and then you have the raid, which gives you this like new taste and sort of like cool background into, you know, this guy, the witness who, you know, his head is exploding with, with ideas about like, my head is exploding in response to it, uh, with, with ideas about, uh, about who he could be and what he could do. And then you get the raid lore and then you get uh, preservation, the, the mission after where you get this insight into what's been going on on the darkness side. So you're getting, you're getting that part too. And then you have the psyops, which you're, what I love about it is it's topical to all those other topics, but it's actually tying up some loose ends that, you know, we, you and I, Lucy on this show and, and a lot of other people have been, have been talking about for some time now, like, what what happened with Callus after the Glycon? Where, you know, what's what's going on with the Cabal? Like, how how does the Scorn interact with the uh, with the overall like theme of darkness in the game? And then you have the raid, like helping pick up answering those questions too, in side by side with these stories. And it's it's just so well executed. It's all I, coming together. Yeah. 
I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> yes, it's great. It's great. So, how about how about you? Like, I I I could I could word vomit all day about how much I'm enjoying it and have enjoyed it so far. I really liked the campaign. I mean, I've only done it like at least three times. Um, it's <laughs> I really like it. I liked the mystery aspect, especially the first time. The first time going through it was really fun, especially the part with the Ahamkara. We none of my not we mm-hmm. none of us expected that. We were just like, all right, mission over. And then the Ahamkara <laughs> pops up. And I mean, like my friends said, we've all done Last Wish, but we're just like, uh, what? I'm like, all right, um, uh, DPS. Go DPS. sword your fingers. We we. <laughs> it was so funny. We're just like a DPS. And then at the end, it does like the wipe mechanic. It does the wipe mechanic for the uh, that you would normally get if you failed in uh, Last Wish, but then it, it dies. <laughs> That was so cool. I thought that was really funny. And then fighting Savathun in the final mission, and she just has a bubble and uh, and blade barrage and Nova bomb, and it's just like, what are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude! And the amount of times it reminded me almost of uh, if anyone's fan of like the uh, the 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 Marvel shows in the cinematic universe so like uh, what used to be the Netflix shows it reminded me of uh, of Mr. Purple uh, the way um, like you would think you just killed Savathun or that you were about to get a chest or something like multiple times in the story and then you just get frozen there yeah like psych fooled you like you uh, like it happens at the, I think the beginning and the end of the, and right before the ritual, the last mission at the end of like at the end of the story too. Like it, it's just so much fun. Sorry, you were saying? No, it's I lost my train of thought. Sorry. It's okay. Um. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really well executed. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know what? Instead of instead of scoring, how about how about we go into uh, hot takes, uh, hot takes, and predictions. All right, what's Just your from... hot take for this season slash witch queen slash? All right, hot take. My hot take is that uh, once again, moving into Lightfall, I think that's where we're gonna start getting some more illumination. We're gonna start seeing like those story pieces. I think when Beyond Light comes, I think we're... You mean uh, The Final Shape? Beyond The Final already. Shape, You yeah. keep saying Beyond Light. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Uh, sorry. That already exists, my dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm just going to leave this in because now that for everyone listening who is confused, now I meant know. Final Shape. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a dork. Confusing it's things. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, when that comes and with the story even going beyond that, I think we're going to get, I think we're going to keep getting a wider and wider picture of what's been going on until we can, I, the way they're tying this stuff up, my hot take is by the end of the final shape, this whole light versus dark saga will actually be pretty pretty neatly put to bed before before destiny moves beyond the system i think my biggest thing is i'm curious as to how 
Where can Destiny go beyond light versus dark? Because. Mm hmm. That's where my brain just goes, uh. Brain empty. Yeah. But, uh. You know, they, they keep positively surprising us so far. So I think I think that. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I, I can't wait to see it when, when, when we get there. Um, and as for hot prediction. So in one of the activities, I think it was the psyops that take place in the uh, Cosmodrome. Mm-hmm. So this is like this is like a currently happening like event, a currently mission. This is like a concurrent thing. We see more of House Dusk. Yeah. Crow, especially with how he's been reacting to seeing himself in not only the, the Hive Ghost, but in, I think, a lot of his enemies. Now that he has Aldrin's memories back. My, my hot theory. Will Crow take his place as Kel of House Dusk back? Not sure, maybe. They're the only I feel like they're the only ones left who could be saved from from what he did as Aldrin. Because the scorn, the scorn, like they're too far gone. And they lose a bit of themselves each time they uh they get resurrected. Yes. I don't know if that'll end well for him, but like I'm starting to think he might get pushed back to uh as crow correcting some of Aldrin's mistakes. I could definitely see that. That would be cool. Like over the course uh, of like this yearly narrative. Mm-hmm. I think that would be I think that would be cool. So that's that's my number one uh hot 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 theory. Um my other one is that the next time we see Callus will actually get to see his true form. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you? How about you, Lucy? I guess hot take. Um, 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 I don't know of any like hot takes, except that um, I think the Hive are super cool and we should be friends with them. <laughs> we're going to be friends. My hot take is we're going to be friends with the Hive by the end of Witch Queen. And my, um, because that's more of a prediction, but, um, yes, yeah, that really is. That's more of a prediction. That's my prediction. I lied. Um, hot take. What do you mean when you say hot take? My brain is empty. It's just, however, you, as, as a, uh, as like a review of the story, kind of, it doesn't have to be like specifically like a theory. It can be more broad, I guess it's kind of like a hot take. Like, I, I think this based on, you know, just like kind of as your educated or like just kind of like how you feel in your seat right now. Okay, I guess the hot take. Um, uh, I bet the next season is probably going to be Rasputin themed. Ooh. Because if like you that. read, if you do all of the investigation board, you get something about Rasputin that says case mm. unsolved. And you know what? If can I can I tack one on to your uh, your hot theory? Yes. I think 
from the Loosen Tales. I think the ghost that didn't want to kill the Hive Guardian, or not the ghost, the the Loosened Hive, the uh, the Risen Hive, who didn't want to kill the Guardian Ghost. So like it was like a human guardian. He had the ghost in his hand, and he didn't crush it. And his ghost, his ghost sounding pretty brainwashed too, is like I adding at him in the sword logic, like chastising him. Yeah. I think, I think, I think he might be a lucent hive sort of myth, myth, Mizrax, Mizrax, Mithrax, like Mithrax, Mithrax. Yeah, he'll be our friend. I think that's gonna be. I want I a friend. I think so. Or he might be like the start, the start to maybe maybe some of them being our friend because if it's happening on that side too, part of me is thinking that. Uh, you know, the loose entails a lot of like figuring out what's going on with the hive ghosts. And I think it'll go beyond that. Just that book. For sure, or at least for I hope sure. it does. At least I hope it does. But uh, I think that will, uh, that'll give us some insight into what happened. And if it is some sort of like influence, influence that they might not have had otherwise from Sabathun, that gives me more hope for that, for that high, that hive uh, risen who didn't want to kill the little ghost buddy. I just want to be friends with, I just want some lucent brood armor for my hunter. Cause my hunter is an Azure. <laughs> and I think it would be great. <laughs> like I'm waiting for the destiny model rip server to post the, uh, the lucent brood models. And I'm going to take up the thorn arm. I think the th- I'll try to figure out some way to kit bash some armor together to make a lucent brood. Hunter armor set. Ooh. I'll figure it out. I'm smart. I believe I in you. You wait. can do it. Yeah, because I wanted to basically... I mean, like, I've, I looked kind of at one of them all. Because there's actually two different versions of every uh, Lucent Hive guy. There's, like, a basic version, and then there's, like, a fancy version. The fancy version are, like, the named big bosses. Like, mm-hmm. the ones we fight in PsyOps are the named bosses. The ones we fight mm-hmm. in the campaign that are, like, big named and then there's like the regular ones you find out in the world and stuff. Yeah, the ones you find, the regular ones you find, those are just uh, regular, just like normal ones. Those are like the 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 there's like the major ones. Those are the normal ones, and there's the ultra. Mm-hmm. The ultra ones are the ones that are like the named, like the the guys from Psyops and so forth. I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. No, I've I've seen what you can do. I've seen what you can do with the individual department. I'm sure. I'm sure you're gonna rock it. Hopefully, that's the plan at least. Going to rock it. Well, all right, Lizzie. I think. I think I know who it's gonna to be too. But while while we wrap up here, going a little over. Little. Got bit. any shoutouts this week? Of course, of course. I've got some <laughs> shoutouts for once. Uh. Shout out to my uh, my raid team who helped us beat uh, Valve Disciple uh, on contest mode. I almost said day one. They're like, wait a minute. We didn't do it day one. We did it on contest. On contest, I'm like so, 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 so proud of everyone and all of the effort and how much teamwork we did because we, we all worked together and uh, tried our hardest and we did it. We actually did it. I'm I'm so proud of all of us and I love you guys all so much and 
Mm. That's basically it. Uh, yeah, you know, congratulations to uh, you and and the the whole team. Uh, again, that's 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 really impressive. You know, if anyone if you, if you're gonna have drama in your life over over an extension and an emblem, just to just to lightly uh, touch touch on a thing on the community, man, you just get some more going on. You deserve it. Take 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 care of your your inner guy because there's a, it's it's you can't even take it with you. <laughs> like like when the game's over, like it's it's gone. So you know. Just, just keep that in perspective. It's a digital, it's a digital thing. Uh, yes. But uh, yeah, congratulations again, you guys. You guys killed it. Absolutely. Do you have any shout-outs, Taylor? What? Um, I'm gonna give some shout-outs to. Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, you know. Yeah, I got some positive shout outs too this week, I think. I'm I'm gonna give a shout out to uh to uh to high quality to um my buddy uh Zekin and uh just sort of getting back to some of our uh some of our clan roots. Longtime listeners might remember that was the uh that was the clan uh we came from when we uh back when we started this show and yeah, it's just kinda nice, it's nice to be home. So a uh, big shout out to uh to Oz and Belly and uh Zekin who uh got me and him actually finished the raid um, together. We had we had done it separately up to like about the same point, and then uh, when I was finishing mine, I was like, "Hey, man, gonna go fight Rolk. Want to come?" <laughs> and so <laughs> we went and uh, we went and uh, kicked his butt together. So that was that was a lot of fun too. Uh, so yeah, th- those are my shout outs oh, this, uh, this oh, week. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with with that, everyone. Be safe. It's still a crazy world out there. Um, encourage everyone who who can to to give. Uh, you know, situation in Ukraine, just maybe more locally, just just do it, man. Uh, if you can help, help. Heck yeah. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. You deserve the cool, clear water. Drink it up. It's good for your body. Your body will thank you. Um, get up, move around. Be sure you're doing your stretches. Sorry, I don't mean to be like a health thing. Um, <laughs> everyone, everyone, have have a great time. Stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. Bye bye. Doodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter at Spinfoil Theory. Or write us an email at spinfulltheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, spinfulltheory.com.